This is Jacob North, and this is my Put Rush Journey. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Dereed. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. along. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, Ooh Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to My Brit Rest Journey on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Jacob North. How are you doing this afternoon, Jacob? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm good, yeah. yeah. I've been to the gym today. <laughs> I'm Second, sorry. I've been to the gym today. I've, I've lost 10 pounds so far. So, oh. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> I'm sweat. I'm sweat. I just can't wait until the gym becomes easy. I've only been getting for three weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, can, I can do the cross trainer for 20 minutes without wanting to die after 15 minutes. But that's what you get from going to the gym for years. <laughs> so, so, so. Oh. So how's your 2022 been treating you? Um, it's been slow. I mean, obviously, I've not had a match this year, so um, it's been kind of, for me, it's been slow. It's been a little bit frustrating, but obviously, it's hopefully picking up now that things are, things are starting to fix. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so, uh, what, so, so uh, what did you do post-lockdown? How many matches did, before the injury? Um, so, uh, I was getting, uh, these are my matches that have maybe one a week or one every couple of weeks. It was doing quite well. And sort of things are picking up with people coming back and getting back into the swing of things. And it was really good. And yeah. obviously, then after the injury took away from that. But otherwise, it's been yeah. good. It's been like building back has been a really good experience. And obviously, there's a lot of new people on the scene as well. So there's been a lot of new matches with old old people you've met before, new people you've kind of never seen before. Mm. It, 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 was, it was a lot of fun before everything happened. Yeah, I've, I've loved the wrestlers that swim back. I don't think I've been to so many match shows in the life. You certainly go uh, Wrestle Island, so that'll be like four or five sh- shows a year. But again, think I've just got Wrestle Island, TNT, Britannia, <laughs> Mega Slam, All Stars, but just like everywhere. So, I think the kids missed re- live wrestlers so much during their 18 months. So it's just like, yeah, let's do everything. So it's like, <laughs> I'm surprised I've never seen you live. It's just. It's just you just, just never seem to be on any, any show I go to. Yeah, no, I think I've done. I think I've done one or two of those shows, but it's sort of like, yeah, I think I don't know if you. I think few, maybe future shock and things around that are the more. I think I've been mm. around there. And weirdly, it's just I think I've not quite broken to those sort of places properly yet. Obviously, hopefully in twenty twenty two, I'll get an opportunity to. You, you creep it, you're creeping into Manchester, to, to the Merseyside area. You kind of, yeah, yeah, Manchester, even Lancashire now, you're creeping into <laughs> So hopefully, hopefully they'll see you soon in the near future. Yeah, so during sure, sure lockdown, did you make any tweaks to your character or your moveset when you returned? Or? Uh, yeah, I've been, I, I was slowly trying to build things up and sort of, because I think adaptations constantly needed. So mm-hmm. straight up, straight off from when things came back, I sort of tried to refine it more from being, a little bit less kind of how I was wrestling before and a little bit more based on like the technical side of it. Yeah. Obviously, did a lot of trade with like Chris Ridgway and stuff because now he works at Future Shock. I did a lot of work on sort of the ground sort of technical proficiency side of things mm-hmm. and really sort of try and make what I did quite a bit simpler but yet more, look more effective at the same time. Yeah, so, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I've heard lots of good things about having, having Chris there and having Sam there. They're so 
contrasting in their styles that it's brilliant to have them both as trainers. So. Yeah, it, it, it's a really good place because that's it. You, you sort of you have Chris that has like that technical sort of aspect where he put, makes it look legitimate. And obviously, with Sam, he's a big character. He's got that sort of side really nailed down. Mm-hmm. And also, he knows a lot about... He's been here for a 10, 15, 20 years. He's been around yeah. a long time. So he knows exactly what he's doing. And it really helps you sort of build both sides, not just obviously focus on one side. We have a really good, good like, all-round training from it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 20th of March, is, this is wrestling bad intentions. Your comeback match, number one contenders match against two bits. Phil Michaels, Tom Fowler. That's a, that's a, that's a tasty match. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's a really good match. I mean, I, I think I faced each of them one-on-one before. Yes. Obviously, it's it's kind of like it's not... Most people might have got like an, like an easy combat match, but it's definitely not that. It's definitely <laughs> one. It's obviously, it's more contenders match, which is high stakes. And then also, each one of them is three of the best, literally in the Northwest, if not further afield. Mm. And it's like, they're making themselves names everywhere. And it's a, re- it's a really big contest, especially, it's a big challenge for me as well to sort of prove that I've not in five months lost a step. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's, it's gonna take a couple of matches to sort of get back fully, but, it's a really good way just so to sort of like bring myself back into it. Yeah, and I don't think you could find three more different styles of opponents <laughs> to come back against even. No, no, that, that's true. It's not like I can plan for them all together because obviously yeah. Phil's more technical, Tom's kind of got a hybrid style, and mm-hmm. obviously two bits very very much that sort of like brawling sort of fighting style. So no matter yeah. what I do, someone's going to have something to counter it. So definitely, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm gutted I can't get to the show. It's still like, I'm busy with family stuff like that. I was like, ah, oh, the show looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it should be really good. I think that, but, but the, not just my match, but the rest of the show does look really good as well. Okay. Yeah, you've got, yeah, you've got the, um, just as wrestling championship match, Sonny Derson's, um, Stocks versus Ethan Kelly. That should be great. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Obviously, Ethan, Ethan's been doing really well. I'm like, he's really grown. Obviously, ever since coming out of the Grizzled Vets Academy, so it's sort mm-hmm. of, it's been, I think it's really good for him as well. And obviously, like, Sonner's one of the biggest names in the Northwest and probably should be in more places. So it's it's, it's, it's it's kind of as well, it's a sort of a match he probably won't see anywhere else, which is mm-hmm. quite a unique thing to have. Yeah, that's insane. I'm loving what, how Ethan's yeah, progressed. It seems to have just blossomed since coming out of lockdown. It's just, everything he's done has been brilliant, I think. So. Yeah, he's really sort of, like, built himself. and He's, like, he's, he's only going to go up from this point. He's only 18, isn't he? He's some stupid. He's only 18, yeah, yeah. Old, 19. <laughs> I'm sure he was 17 when I interviewed him. So I'm sure he must have been, must have been last May. So yeah, he must be coming up to 19 probably. Now. <laughs> it's still yeah. Oh, yeah, but also on the show, Joey Hayes versus Isaac North, Synergy versus the Bad Lads, JJ Webb versus Martin Kirby, and Harley Hudson versus Lucy Sky has been announced so far. So brilliant yeah, show. That's why it'd be a really good show. Yeah, I, say, oh, I really want to go to the ship. So I said, one day I've got family stuff I can't get out of. So, then <laughs> <laughs> future shock, another really exciting <laughs> lineup announced so far. So tenth uh, of April, in Stockport, Stockport Guildhall. Yeah, be really, Browns. Okay. We've got a lot of like, we've got a couple of big names there. Obviously, future constantly builds and builds and builds. So you always see like the next thing coming, and you always see the people because obviously future is probably the place where. You've seen most of the bigger names in the Northwest come through. Definitely. So, 
obviously that thing going on well with through the academy and stuff, it, it, it really has sort of like become a place where you, you are seeing big names and then people that will be big names. So it'd be a really good show. Billy Brown's been announced as appearing. I'm not sure if he's having a match or is he just making an appearance. Um, yeah, just, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure either, but that's going to be that's going to be exciting. Obviously, it's not it's not every day you see Dilo Brown in Manchester. So. <laughs> Then you've got uh, Synergy versus the models for the t- Tag Team Championship, and then Trainer versus Trainer, and Sam Bailey versus Chris Ridgeway. It's been announced as well. So. Yeah. So, it's, a, it's a good match. I think, obviously, we wait a long time to actually have that match. Mm. But I think it's been different people, and obviously, it's been back and forth, and now we're finally going to see it. It's going to be really exciting to see. Especially, I think, especially for ev- everyone that, that's here or that is a soldier of Future Shark, mm. it's really cool to see like both the people, obviously, that we've been trained by, that we see on a regular basis, just sort of. We'll have like a really, really good match. Yeah, this should be that should be great. <laughs> I'll put some information for those shows in the description if anybody wants to get to any of these shows. So. How do everyone? This is the Master of Philip Michael, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. This will give away your age. So, who was your favourite wrestler growing up? <laughs> um, Triple H. It was. I think it was. It was always Triple H. It was just ha- like how he carried himself and. Mm. There was no one cooler than him at any point. People always have the favourites for different reasons, but it was always the whether it was his entrance, it was the water spitting, or it was yes, just like all, all the lights and the leather jacket. It was just he he personified what a wrestler was. So it, it, he was always my favourite. Yeah, he's he's got, he's one of them wrestlers who's kind of like mastered the art of slightly reinventing yourself every so often, so you've become fresh again. And he seems to know exactly when to do like a slice face turn, do the DX stuff again, but then it could be ultra serious, kill out Triple H again, not like within a month yeah, of each other. It's like, it's, oh, okay. he, he just had that sort of fluidity. It was sort of, because whether you could like enjoy him doing DX stuff where he was kind of a little goofier, and then the next day he's coming out with a sledgehammer and <laughs> defeating everyone left, right, and centre. He, he, he never looked not a threat no matter what he was doing. No. I'm just kind of disappointed he's kind of, I think he's, he's gone on a bit too long. He's kind of, I didn't really enjoy as much of Batista um, at WrestleMania. I wasn't a fan of that. And, and his him, DX versus the Brothers of Destruction in Saudi Arabia a couple of years ago. So, and his last title run against uh, Raymond Reigns. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I can't leave the memories alone type of thing. <laughs> I loved you back in the day. Just, just like. Yeah, it, it was always like nostalgic to see him. But yeah, it wasn't It wasn't quite the same as like seeing him being in the taker and things like that. So. Definitely. <laughs> So what prompted you to don't attach yourself and get to the ring? Um, it was actually it was kind of I can't remember what it was, but it was I was what I'd, I'd watched like some of Triple H's matches and it was mm. I'd been I'd never been able to stay up to watch like full shows ever, and there was just one which was it was the Elimination Chamber and Triple H I think beat the Undertaker in the end of the Elimination Chamber, and it was it was just sort of like a really cool moment as a fan. Yes, but for some reason. It, it meant that a couple of years down the line, it just sort of motivated me to go and somehow decide that I could, I too could train <laughs> in a relationship one day. It just sort of gave me that idea for some reason. And ever since then, it was like, okay, I'm going to go and try this and haven't really stopped since. Yeah, because I think the first time I came aware of you was when I was, um, I was researching for my interview with Isaac Quinn, as I Quinn, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. You came up as part of his House of Quinn. I can't remember the code. House of Isaiah. Yeah, that's like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that was when I first came away with you. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, cause that, that was my, cause that was a GPW in Wigan. That, that was obviously where I started out. 
and yeah, it was part of his stable, which was that that was the second part. The first, my first debut match mm. for the same promotion was with uh, a guy called uh, he, at the time he was called Sheikh Mohammed Khan, but he's better known as just uh, Rizman Khan now, a huge shock. Yeah, and I was I was in like a bl- oh, blue singlet with so, sort of like a a Roman style skirt. Oh, okay. And it was it it was a very ill conceived idea, but at the time it fit what was needed. So I had a really cheap sort of plasticky mask that looked strange, and I ended up uh, debuting against Martin Kirby my first ever match, which was cool. Wow, was really, <laughs> really cool way to have your first ever match. Yeah, I, I, I kind of won't remember. The, the gimmick of what I was wearing, but the actual match itself was really good. Obviously, that was a really great way to get into work. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that available anywhere for you? <laughs> yeah. Have you gone back and watched it? I mean, hopefully it's not. Like, hopefully it's <laughs> in, in history somewhere now to be seen. But. So was Triple H who you wanted to like mold your style around when you started training? Or? Yeah, it was all, It was always that sort of like ag- like aggressive, intense, brawling style. Yeah. It's like I've used the double-A spinebuster my whole career based on obviously watching him and seeing him do it. So that's, that's probably the one thing that I have in kind of like a tribute sense, obviously, be my favorite wrestler being the inspiration to wrestle, to adopt the double-A spine buster. And I, I don't I don't think there's been a time I've not actually used it, at least in most of my matches. Yes, it's a, nice, it's a beautiful move when it's done nice as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really nice move. And I think when it's not it's not overly done. Obviously, some people do do it, but it's, nothing, it's not like a, a super common move in a no. sense like this might be. Definitely. So, so we talked about you as the blue character. What did you have a an idea of a character when you started training? So, so how, how did it evolve to what you are now? So we had a couple, but the the way we sort of worked was that at that time characters were the big focus. Mm. So we went through quite a few things. There was quite a few pictures and stuff thrown around. It was sort of at one time I was the, the GWE had like a a, a circus mm. with a character called the Ringmaster. So at one point, I was going to be some part of that. Then, actually, because I came up training with Isaiah Quinn and Big Joe, um, we were going to do some sort of face trio thing at some point. Oh, I never imagined, imagined Isaiah Quinn as a face. Yeah. It, it, it was it, so funny. It, it, it was a really funny kind of, Looking back now, it's really funny to think, obviously, how different we all are and where we've gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what could have been had we been this sort of, like, I think it was like, it's like weird sort of, like, power in your nest. Face, <laughs> and, and to, to be honest, at some point, like it would be fun to pull it out of nowhere just for no reason, other than just for the fun of it. But yeah, that that was there were sort of the pictures we had, and moving forward, it was sort of to to work. They you had to have a character idea, or they would give you sort of an idea of the character. And it wasn't kind of till I'd done that done that sort of character work that I'd kind of gone away. And worked other places first to sort of build an idea of what I was doing and get a feel for what I was doing. <laughs> you should, I, should do the Power Ranger idea for the GPW's return show. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely at some point I want to play yeah. <laughs> Just bring it out and <laughs> see everyone react and have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Especially how, how, like, how big, big Joe's become recently and like being on progress and stuff to come back to let's be a power rage. <laughs> it would be a hilarious thing to see. Yeah. <laughs> Which colour would you be? So. 
Oh, um, I'm trying to remember what, what we, 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 I think we did have colors. I think, I think it ended up that I was, I think I was yellow. Um, I think Joe was blue and Isaiah was red, if I think right. So uh, we, we'd already figured that part out before <laughs> it happened, but. Yeah, my, my son used to make on one of the two case games, he used to make Ninja Rangers as one of, one of the, his groups and his yeah. creative wrestlers. <laughs> There'd be like ten of them just the same wrestler, just all different colours. It's just like, <laughs> I think he just got lazy of crazy wrestler. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's, so he's talked about your match with Martin Kirby. Looking forward. Do you have like a wish list of wrestlers you want to wrestle maybe over the next year or so? Or? Yeah, well, obviously being back now as well. I think uh, Riddy's definitely one that I want to charge up against. That'd I want to get more into that sort of obviously training on that style. Like, like Ridgeway is definitely someone I want to experience a match with and sort of get to learn from him in that sense. Um, I think that being the number one, I'd say probably just, I'd, I'd say there's a, it, it's hard because there's so many people now that you look at and think, I've never wrestled yet and kind of, I do want to wrestle you. I think probably put on that list, um, ooh, uh, I think Brady Phillips is one. Yes, his name comes up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone like Jay Joshua, I've met him briefly, and I can see I that much. We have a little bit of a not complete similar style, but we have sort of a similar style. I think it'd, it'd be a very hard hitting match. Mm. I, th- I think. I think. I, I just this year, I kind of just want to get get to wrestle more sort of like like not necessarily names, but sort of people I can challenge myself against this year, and sort of really sort of try and build. Build out of then sort of take take away the first three months that I've kind of lost. Yeah, and sort of really sort of build forward and challenge up against these different people that obviously have not a chance to wrestle yet. <laughs> so we did have the, the speaking out movement in two two years ago, nearly now. So how have you found Britress difference, or how about the locker room has been different since you've got back? Um, I think it's it's been a lot different in terms of like before things happened, it was sort of things were a little bit. See, I, I don't think I never really experienced that much toxicity. I think mm-hmm. some of the places I worked, I was quite lucky. But at the same time, you knew those sort of things were there. And I actually is, because I'm, I'm still finished at university, I did a, a master's degree documentary actually on the Speaking Out movement. Oh, wow. So yeah. I've kind of, <laughs> I've been quite in depth with it. And it's, it, it, so I think a lot of the change in it has been, I think since it, it's been a lot better. I think yes. he, a, a lot of people feel a lot more respected or there's a lot more the, the, it feels a lot more professional people aren't as worried and there's I think the best thing is obviously with the provisions now that like shows off and like the clear sort of guidelines I think it's really helped wrestling become a lot more legitimate and people aren't seeing it anymore as as much as that sort of like Carney-esque sort of mm-hmm. definitely backstreet sort of thing that you might otherwise see especially obviously with well, obviously, like progress syndication on the network and it's obviously like, obviously like WWE's UK, which obviously has been a couple of years around, but has probably shown more since the speaking out movement ended. It's sort of it's been a really good place, and I think it's become a lot. It's become a lot better. There's been a lot more to see as well. I think it is kind of growing more, which is kind of strange to think. But obviously, with obviously we did lose people because of it. It's kind of it has grown and got better, and there's a lot more opportunity now than ever has been. Yeah, I think there's so much talent, not just, even just in the Northwest. There's a all over the country. But, like, it's like when NXT UK came in and they took out the whole of the, seemed to rip out the whole main event of the whole country. 
but everybody just moved up a level and just filled the spaces. And I think the same thing happened again. Just made more opportunities. People just moved up levels and just filled the spaces of the people who had to leave the. the yeah, I think well, people like you said, like people stepped up. It's like I've and I think also like some people who maybe wouldn't have had the opportunities before are now getting them, mm. and like they've really sort of taken them. It's like you look at a lot of the people who are on progress now, and they probably wouldn't have had the opportunity two, three years ago when other people were in those spots. And now you see the like names like that just blow up everywhere. Mm. That's it. the first pro- uh, progress show when it came back. I was like, I've interviewed most of these people years ago. <laughs> like, like 2018, 2019. It was, like, it was like a slight proud moment. So it's like how, how far they've come since. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of, a lot of, of, of work as well. It's like, They've worked and they've kind of been at that same level because they've not had that shot and now they're getting the shot and they're taking it. It's like just looking like I know there's a lot of people progress, but obviously from where I've come from, it's like you've got I was like the Scott Obermans, the Keenan Krishners, those sort of guys who mm. I I've known have been that good for, for a while because I got to train and I got to see them week in week out of shows. And now it's, it's really cool to sort of see them go and be on progress and be in that space and know that. They, they are more than worthy of being there, but now they're actually getting to see them there is a really cool moment. Definitely. It doesn't seem to be, like, you have to be based down south to kind of get onto progress now, but it seems to be a lot of the Northwest stars are filtering in, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> I've really, it's, it's, it's really good to see. Yeah, I've really enjoyed watching the last couple of shows on the network. So it's like, uh. This is Tubit, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Right, so if you're a promoter for a day, promoting an events, so using wrestlers you've worked or trained with, wrestlers associated to you in some way, can I give you a match type? Can you tell me who you put in that match? Take off Um Yeah, as it's your show, every match can be intergender, every match can be three-way, four-way, five-way. There's no limits. If you want to throw a stupid stipulation onto a match, you can do whatever you want. It's your show. <laughs> so, Great. Right, so who will be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Ooh, so I think in the opening contest, I'm going to put I think I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it a three-way, Ooh, yeah. a triple threat. I think I'd go. I'd put Sam Bailey in there. Ooh, yeah. I think I'd put JJ Webb in there, mm-hmm. and then I think I would put probably Sean Custom in there. Oh yeah, okay. I sort of an interesting mix because obviously you've got the the characters JJ and Sam, and then you've got more of like a, a sort of different sort of feel. Putting Sean Custom in there, he's a little bit different to them, and it's sort of he's obviously I don't think a match that you really like to see either. So it's obviously a lot different too. Are we having a face, Sam, or are we having a heel? Sam? Um, no, I think I, I think I think I'd play with heel Sam. I think mm. face Sam's great, but I think like the heel, like especially like the recent like big money heel Sam. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it's probably the the favorite Sam I've ever seen. I think he really sells that well. It, it really is like such a well-rounded and well-built character that I, I, I can't put him face and not have, not have him do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm watching, I'm saying him, he's teaming with JJ Webb on Sunday at TNT Ignition. So I, can't, I can't wait for that match. It's going to Cameron and Cameron Salas and um, Roughneck in the main event. Should be, should yeah, be that'd, be, that'd be really cool to see. Yeah. This Roughneck's one of them guys I've, I've heard a lot and he's just, we, I've just never happened to be on the same show I've been at. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him live. Yeah, Cameron's one of the people I've followed his career for like five years, and I'm so, yeah, so, so happy he's finally won a title and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah, he's, he's one of those that's been working hard. He's one of those that I've I've seen over the years as well, just sort of growing, growing, growing. Obviously, the way he got his shot, he's taking it. And yeah, just kept going. What about a comedy-ish match? So. Ooh, um, obviously he's 
I, I, I think he's growing into his own much more now as a serious sort of full wrestler. Yeah. So I think I can't not put Big Joe in a comedy match. Definitely. <laughs> his ability in timing with the comedy matches is, it, 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 it's kind of just too good not to put him in that spot. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, he's a little, you know, I used to see him at Wrestle Island when he was a human with Matt Brooks and it was hilarious. Was just, it? Yeah, it, 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 he, he always, I think, I think it's like a bit of a dramatic background as well. So I think he just he knows how to play it the right way to get the result he wants. And mm. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad match when you know he's doing what he knows how to do. Yeah, it was weird when I first saw him as a face. I was like, oh, we can't, we can't sing Tiny Tiny Joe anymore. When he got actually in, like big during lockdowns like, no that's you really, really your gimmick you meant to think that you're big not that you're actually big <laughs> <laughs> alright so who do you have him against um I think comedy wise probably Mad Kurt oh that would be fun I, I, I just think that if there's one person that could maybe out comedy <laughs> Joe it's probably Kurt and it would also be really fun to see just how how that would go because I think even if even if the match didn't go well I think it would still it would still go well because of the make it work. I'm just imagining him dabbing and then Joe's just constantly calling the between. Your women's title match? Ooh, so I think I'd throw this into a four way. I think I'd have. I was going to say you'd have to throw a lot of women there. You've with a lot of cards with some great girls. I think I'd throw Tonga in there. Yes. Um, someone I've trained with, I know very well. I'm good, good friends with her. Um, Alexis Falcon, are the two I, I, I have up here. Mm-hmm. Then I think I'd go, well, she's a Amelia now, but obviously Millie McKenzie and yes. Charlie Evans. Wow. <laughs> That's the match I was really want to see. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be a really solid, really solid match. It'd be a really good hard hitting match as well. Yeah, particularly, um, Tonga and Alexis have seemed to have flourished since. Post lockdown, or yeah, I don't know if it was just the confidence of being selected for progress during that no, no fans era they had, or but that, yeah, it's, yeah, it's they've been amazing. Sort of like show themselves a bit. I think obviously they've sort of been given that the ball and they've run with it. It's been it's especially as well because of people from here as well. It's like it's re- it's more people from here. It's really cool to keep seeing that and keep seeing them keep developing and watching people that like but like, you you can friends with as well. It's like personally it's really nice to see those people succeeding definitely yeah and I love Tonga's ultimate diva character and I, I, she'll shout at you for doing her and you're like you're the bad guy I'm meant to be here but she'll shout at you it's like it's not just it's like an overnight thing she's been working on that for years and years yes. and it's like it's such a little bit of a part of her as well it's sort of a very natural way for her just to bring herself out and it's it's, it, it's, it's she's probably the one person I think I've seen develop most since lockdown, yeah. yeah, it's sort of she just kept developing, developing, and she's just got bigger and bigger and bigger to a point now where she's literally nationally known, and it's it again, it's, it's just such, it, it's just so good. Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. I can't think she's got a match this weekend. Seem to. She's been in a, a big feud of Jay Adams for the last couple of shows. Yeah, I can't think she's got a match. Oh, I'll have to have a look. But yeah, yeah, I love seeing this. They had the last man standing match the last time. Last woman standing match, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and she powerbombs Jay Adams onto a load of chairs. Jay Adams powerbombs her onto a load of chairs, and I was like, oh, that's a great spot. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That doesn't sound nice. So, what would be your mid card type match? Ooh, 
Um, Where else title? Um, I think I'll put Scott Obermeyer in that one. Yes. Um, think I would also. I think I'd probably put Dynamite Lee in that. Oh yes, that'd be fun. Just because I think he's someone that just keeps getting better and better. And that Dynamite would be really fun to see. Were you two like developing like a bit of a tag team recently? Yeah. So we, within Future Shock, we we've been in a tag team for the obviously. The, I've got, I think I've only missed a, one or two shows since being injured. Also before that, we we were quite. I think our last match before I think was we lost the models in a tag team title match. Yes, it's been a, it's, it's been a very it's been a very fun dynamic to have actually. It's it's a lot different from the stuff that I generally been doing. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really fun to sort of have that different thing where obviously working off of Lee and he's very sort of like innocent energy. It's very different, especially because it's. I probably ever worked like very much a heel in most places. Mm. It's it, it's kind of it's a nice twist, and now I have to be this sort of like almost guiding face character that sort of got to try and drag him through. Yes, <laughs> he was one of my favorite interviews ever. He's just he's so he's so chassis, he's so nice. <laughs> no, no, he just, just, just keep talking. <laughs> he works in a black pudding factory but he's never eaten black pudding yes <laughs> he's showing me all Star Wars tattoos I was like you didn't know this is an audio podcast maybe you can actually see what you're showing <laughs> that's such a lead <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it was so fun I think, that was, I think we spoke it was like an hour and a half I think it was, it was such a fun time <laughs> um, our hardcore extreme rules style match um uh I think I think I'd put Cameron Sauce in that one. Yes, I think I I didn't get a chance to see him do the hardcore match. I've seen highlights of it and it looks. Yeah, but I, I, I know that's, I'm sure something that Cameron really wanted to do as well. Yeah. So it's definitely something that <laughs> I think would, would excite him to do. <laughs> um, who else did I put in? Um, I think I think obviously it's a it's, it's a bookers thing to do, but I think do I think I'd put myself against Cameron there. Yes, purely because I think. It's not something I think I'll ever make a career out of, but I think a no. hardcore match is one that I really, at some point, want to have. A lot of I people think, I've interviewed say they want to do one death match in their career. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's everyone's. It's just because you want to see what you, you you don't want to feel like that every day for the rest of your life. No, just just for one time, you'll deal with the broken glass and the <sighs> and, and, and and like the, the thumbtacks just to see what it's like. And once, mm. once you know how how awful you feel the next day, you'll kind of just be like, yeah, I'm good that I know what that is but now yeah I'm done with that so yeah I think I think I'll, <laughs> so I think I can trust Cam as well that I'm not going to die too much I think yeah I want to have that match at some point yeah I don't get deathmatch wrestlers I just well, I don't know why you're going to hit with glass and barbed wire and oh no yeah no I, it, it's, it's not something <laughs> <laughs> I think something there's 99% wrestlers will ever want to make a career of but obviously mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's the people think it's the experience which is yeah. <laughs> So if Cam went under the ring and pulled out a bag, would you want it to be Lego or pins? Ooh. Um, I, I, think, I think I'd go with Lego. Yeah. I think <laughs> as much as that's going to hurt. Like, be, it's be, it's be, whether I, you want a big bruise or you want to be pierced a lot. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think the, the, the hopefully less lack of blood from that would be a nice benefit to have. Yeah, it's, a, it's about 50-50 split. When I ask that question to people, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. It's, like, it, 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 it's not it, 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 yeah, it's hard to think about because one one shot and the other is just sort of painful. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, your tag team title match. So 
I think th- this one for me, I think it's a little bit easier. Um, I'd go probably the Young Guns and Aussie Open. Oh yes, I like them both. I've got to, I've got to work both the Young Guns and I got to trade with Aussie Open quite a bit, so it's it's a nice sort of match to have in an offset styles. I think I've done the record a couple of times already, but it, I think it's it's not a match you ever know, kind of get bored of seeing. So yeah, I love I love both teams. Yeah, Aussie Open was one of the first wrestling t-shirts I ever bought. It's falling apart now, but I'm still determined I have to wear it. It's, got, it's full of holes. It's like, well, I love it. <laughs> so then it's your main event? Um, so I think first I'd put um, El Fantasma in there. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think obviously before everything happened with by like, the movement and things, I got to train, like obviously like, down, down in Wolverhampton quite a bit, I got to train with all these people. So it's sort of, I got to kind of experience a lot of how they wrestle, so like that that's still a surreal thing to see, sort of. Mm. A few years ago, I'm taking flips from people that you're now seeing on TV every week. It's kind of, that that, that, that's, that never kind of gets old. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, I think I'd take, I, I'd take El Fantasmo, I'd put him against, I'm trying to think, who would I see? So, I'd, I'd probably put him, put him against Sonna, I think. Ooh, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that match, obviously. I like that. Sonna's not, a, a very flippy guy, but he's athletic. And I think there's, there could be a lot of things in that that people probably have never seen before. It would be like a really good like clash of styles and a, a, a really like interesting contest. Yeah, I'd really like to see that much. I think the whole car's great. I'd, I'd like to see it first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just looking at managed to meet quite a few people, but yeah, it's it's not, probably not one that'll ever get to happen for many reasons, but it's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Open versus Dynamite Lee. I think that'll be an experience. And then, yeah, Mad yeah. Kurt versus Joe. Yeah, look at now, whoever. <laughs> so, they both work for TNT, don't they? So, yeah, I mean, that, some of them might be possible. I mean, <laughs> word with some people just go, yes, <laughs> Oh, that was a great show. <laughs> um, so we've discussed um, This Is Wrestling and Future Shock. Is there anywhere else people see you in the near future? Um, while I'm coming back, they're the two that I'm kind of focusing on just while I recover. Mm-hmm. But as soon as, as as soon as obviously, because I've still got to sort of like get complete clearance and things like that. As soon as that's done, I'm gonna start to push out again and start to go back. Obviously, GBW come back open, um, and I've worked quite a few places, and hopefully, I'll be able to get back into those and kind of rebuild a bit from sort of the time I've lost. So for now, it'll be focused around there. And obviously, I'll. I mean, like, I was to break out again and sort of really build because with 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 the five months as well, I kind of feel like I want to focus as well on sort of evolving, like sort of like the Jacob North character and mm-hmm. kind of get away from the normal, get get the, the traditional sense of how I've worked it and yes. try and find a little bit more and something a little bit new and fresh. So hopefully, I can work on that and then push that out after I've sorted all that out. Oh, please. <laughs> I said before we go, do you want to promote any social media or any merch stores you have? Um, trying to my own my own social media handles. Um, uh, yeah, uh, my Twitter is at tdhjacobnorth. Yes. And Instagram is let's check. Um, is jacobnorthpro. Yes. So that they're two I use, so they're one self-focus on. Uh, I really like your t-shirt. I was about to, I was going to order it. I was going to order it, and I thought, I'm losing weight, so should I wait until I <laughs> lose some weight? And then, so, or I might buy a Target t-shirt, so I might buy it in the medium, and then I could t- go towards it. I, I love it, I love it. I love the end on the, on the, yeah. the back looks really cool. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Obviously, it's a 
it's it's really useful having a a move that I can <laughs> I can milk for a lot of yes. things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put links in the description below the interview if anybody wants to follow your follow your buy your t shirts. I've really enjoyed speeds there. I'd love to have you on again in the future. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, in the future.